This episode of the Land of Enchantment is brought to you by Care Tactics CPR. At Care Tactics CPR, we have a passion to help others learn the life-saving techniques of CPR and first aid. It is our mission to empower safer communities by delivering life-saving training. We offer CPR and first aid training five days a week. We provide open training to both individuals and businesses. Call us today to book your group CPR training. You can come to us or we can go to you. In addition, we provide AED training, BLS, ACLS, PALS, and Bloodboard Pathogens training right here in Albuquerque at the Al Unser Racing Museum right off of Montano. Contact us today to schedule a class or get your CPR certification and recertification questions answered. You can reach us at caretacticscpr.com. That's care, C-A-R-E, tactics, T-A-C-T-I-C-S, CPR.com. Okay, so we did it. We did it, folks. It is the episode six of the Land of Enchantment. I'm your host, Chad Chavis, and we we're getting there. The empire is slowly and surely growing. We got our first sponsor. We got some music on the podcast. We're moving up. The land of enchantment, the empire was just, you know, little adobe huts. Now we got now we got full on log cabins. We got log cabins and it's filled, you know, and, and we also have a farm. We got a source of nutrition. And by nutrition, I mean a sponsor. So your boy's moving up. You know? Eventually, this is not where we want to stop. We want to keep this going. You know? We don't want to just stop here. So, you know, tell your friends, tell your family, tell tell your boss. Tell your boss about me, you know? Say, hey, you gotta listen to this guy, Chad. He's such a dummy. It's hilarious. It takes you. It'll take your mind off the taxes you just had to pay, you know. At the end, it's the beginning of the year, but um, yeah. Let's get this. Let's keep this empire going, and let's keep this snowball a rolling. Um, yeah. Uh, so I, I ended my last podcast talking about duck hunting and how. Basically, what I wanted to get across with that was that the concept is stupid. You can go duck hunting all you want. Just know that the concept of it is dumb. And it's laughable. Right? But as I predicted, (laughs) plenty of guys, my friends, were sending me messages, you know, complaining, giving their rebuttals, right? And I I actually have a message here. From my, one of my good buddies of mine, who actually took me duck hunting, um, he he took me duck hunting back in high school, before I really thought for myself, um, <laughs> and I just kind of went went for the flow of things, you know, and it was something fun to do, so we went went duck hunting, we didn't catch shit, okay, so that so that proves how good of a duck hunter he is, okay, um. So he te- he texts me. He's like, first of all, duck calls aren't mating calls. 
okay, that might be the case. And if that's so, then I apologize. You know, that's on me. I was wrong. I'll admit when I'm wrong. We send dogs because it's 20 degrees and don't want to get hypothermia going and swimming out there for them. Oh, is it 20 degrees? I couldn't tell because it's the beginning of January at 4.30 in the morning. So let's send our lovely companions to go out there to get hypothermia, who didn't really ask for anything. Let's send them out there to get hypothermia instead of us because that's how we are. Typical humans, right? <laughs> um, then he said, not everyone hunts out of blinds, which is kind of a redundant statement. and It really doesn't, you know, like m- most people that duck hunt, hunt out of blinds. And either way, you're wearing trees on your skin or you're wearing clothing that looks like trees, so you're trying to blend in anyway. So there's that. And then he says, duck hunting is more involved than bow hunting. Okay. That's wrong. (laughs) That's wrong. Okay. My thoughts about hunting now are... You got to give the animal at least a chance, right? Um, cause there's real fucking danger when you're bow hunting because you have to get. I want to say, you know, the best bow hunters are very, very accurate from fifty yards away, and that's like the furthest you could be. I mean, it's not definitely not the furthest, but to be very accurate, fifty yards, right? But, and if you're my dad, it's only 10 yards because he's been bow hunting 15 times and he hasn't caught anything. It's because the animals have a real chance and my dad misses every shot. So he has to be at least 10 yards out to kill something. And to be 10 yards away, that's fucking scary, right? But, you know, so let's let's say 25 to 50 yards, you got to be away from this animal. Okay. And this animal has a real opportunity to charge you. If you miss that initial bow and he catches eyes with you or something, he's going to come at you. Okay, There's a real possibility that he's going to come at you. Like if you're hunting elk, there's a real possibility you can get impaled with those horns. If you're bow hunting elk. If you're bow hunting a bear... Dude, we all seen the Revenant. We've all seen DiCaprio. He had a musket, okay? And 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 I I have respect for those people that bow hunt and those people that use muskets still. Like uh they're not called muskets, they're actually called um uh, uh muzzle loaders now. Yeah, that's what that's what they call. Them. They're called muzzle loaders now and they're not very accurate weapons. They're just not. And like back in Davy Crockett days, those guys would go out and they'd hunt and they'd have to get 50 yards away. They're just It's basically a bow that's really loud, right? And this is even scarier because if you miss this fucking initial muzzle shot to this bear, he's going to look to his right because he heard that gunshot. He's going to catch eyes with you, and he's going to charge you, and he's going to scratch your face to death. And then you're going to have a whole entire two-hour movie, three-hour movie of you fucking 
yelling in the snow. That's what happened back in the Davy Crockett days. And that's what very well could happen if you're just bow hunting, too. You're telling me it's that's just as difficult and more involved? I don't even know what the fuck that means. But you think that's more involved than bow hunting? Or than, than you think duck hunting is more involved than bow hunting? What is the worst thing that can happen when you're duck hunting? Your fucking dumbass friend doesn't say low or some shit and then fucking shoots you in the back of the skull because he's been duck hunting once. That's the most dangerous thing. The animal doesn't have a chance. Then that's obvious because you're shooting giant walls of BBs at a duck. And then you send your dog in the 23 water just so he can get hypothermia just to go grab your fucking duck. You know? That's more involved. When you're bow hunting, you have to get deep in the fucking forest. You gotta, you gotta skin the animal. You gotta get ten feet away from the fucking animal. You gotta shoot it perfectly so it could die right away. And then you gotta skin the animal, gut it, and then wear the carcass like a backpack and bring it back to camp. And you gotta hike through that mountain to get back to camp with that fucking thing on your back. What is what's the average weight of a duck? Two pounds. You kill 10 in one day. Oh, you're carrying 20 pounds. You're going you're gonna to tie them around a chain and fucking carry them on your shoulders. Dude, that's easy money. That's easy money that you're killing these motherfuckers. And you're saying that that's harder than bow hunting? Or more involved? You're out of, you're absolutely out of your mind. But, um, <laughs> much, uh, like, I'm not trying to disrespect Okay, I am trying to disrespect duck hunters. Because that's just target practice. That's not real hunting. Real hunting is when there's fucking real danger involved, baby. Real danger. And that's what that's my opinion, man. I can have that opinion because it's an opinion. You can text me this stuff anyways, you know. And it's not going to matter because it's not going to change my opinion. Oh, and then the last thing he said, he said, uh, well, I told him, he's like, well, like, he sent me that whole thing of responses, and I just said, yeah, well, ducks still taste like shit, so why are you doing it? And he's like, dude, not all duck tastes bad. Not, Not every duck. I mean, there's a couple. And I was like, dude, you can give me the Beyonce of duck, and it still tastes worse than chicken, and I can just go to the store for that. I can literally walk to a store and grab some chicken. <laughs> I love my friends, though. I love all my duck hunter friends out there. You know, just know it's it, it's it's a silly concept. Can we agree on that? Duck hunting is a silly concept. That's all I got to say about that. I mean, if you're going to send your dogs to go into hypothermia, that's on you. But... Dude, you know, what about dogs, huh? Other people's dogs. I have no say in other people's dogs, what they want to do with them, you know? Like, I want to say that I hate dogs, but I don't. I don't hate dogs. I love dogs so much. I used to love the dogs that I had, right? But (laughs) other people's dogs, bro? Some of my friends have dogs. My family members have dogs. 
Some of them suck. And it's their fault. I know it's my friend's fault because, you know, dogs can only learn, right? And they still haven't fucking learned. Like, I walk into his house and this big-ass dog is jumping all over me. He's like, dude, don't let him do that to you. You gotta, you gotta hit him, and you gotta, you gotta, you gotta push him down. You gotta shove him away. No, no, I'm. That's not my job. That's your job to f- to have him figure this out. How old is the dog? Three. He should know. He should know already to not jump on me. And make sure you get an extra sheddy dog, so I get fucking, I get just a po- a pound of hair on my pants when I'm leaving your house. That way, I can get on my entire car and everything in my other house. You know. Fix, fix, fix your dogs, bro. L- train your dogs, please, for me. So, like, you're you're telling me, you're telling me, oh yeah, hit my dog. No, I'm not gonna hit your dog. That's not how I roll. I'll I'll, I'll push my dog and I'll I'll, I'll pat him on the no- I'll hit him on the nose and say no, don't do that, no. But um, not gonna be. Not gonna be doing that. <laughs> I'm not going to be hitting your dog, bro. That's just not going to work. Um, but yeah. Fucking love dogs, man. I just, I hate the people that own dogs and suck at owning dogs. And that's it. But uh, yeah, Super Bowl 51 is this weekend. It's some big news. Some big news. Super Bowl 51. You got. San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Right on. Right on. 51 Super Bowls. It's the 100th season of the NFL, so what the hell does that mean? Where the where are all the other championships at? So we're not going to count the... Are we not going to count the seasons before the Super Bowls, or are we? Are we not, or are we? NFL, please, explain how there's 51 Super Bowls and 100 seasons. Like they they used to call it the championship and now they call it the Super Bowl. What the fuck happened in between then? You know? Are we counting those years or not? So it's not the hundredth season. I don't know. I don't fucking know, man. You know, I'm I, whatever. That's that's you know, I I have these short like outbursts of anger for no reason. On on inanimate things, things that don't even pertain to me. I don't think I'll ever attend a Super Bowl, and I don't think I'll ever be part of a Super Bowl. I think that's a guarantee. <laughs> um, but there's a couple things I could say about the Super Bowl. Is number one, I'm so glad the Patriots aren't in it because I'm just kind of it's like getting redundant at this point, you know. The Patriots make the Super Bowl. They win the Super Bowl. And that's been the case for a long time. You know? And NFL, dude. Figure out Bill Belichick. I know it's kind of hard because he's cheating all the time, but figure him out, dude. It's been 20 years. Like, he's going to know what you're going to do. How do you not know what he's going to do? He's done the same shit his entire career. Oh. 10-yard out. With Wes Welker. Ten yard out with Julian Edelman. Have a bruising running back and a speed running back. 
have a deep threat with Philip Dorsett, have a deep threat with Randy Moss. Dude, 20 years, figure it out, man. Like, I don't know how this is fucking possible, that Bill, Be- Bill Belichick's dynasty has re- reigned this hard. He's not even getting, he's not even getting first round picks. He's not even getting generational talents. He's just coaching the shit out of people. So, like, figure it out, you know? How have you not figured it out? Jesus Christ. But anyway, we got it shaken up this year. We got it shaken up. We got 49ers and the Chiefs, who I I haven't seen 49ers in the Super Bowl since Kaepernick. And I haven't seen the Chiefs in the Super Bowl ever. Andy Reid, this is Andy Reid's moment right now. He's been in the Super Bowl once with the Eagles. He got smoked. Oh, he didn't even go to the Super Bowl, actually. He got smoked by the Cardinals. I don't know. But Andy Reid, this is his moment. It's his first Super Bowl that I've seen in my era. And he's got to win it. He got to do it. I mean, you've, you've been such a legendary regular season coach, but such a horrible postseason coach. You got to win it now. This is your moment, you know? You don't even have to you don't have you don't even have to go against the Patriots. <laughs> you didn't even have to play the Patriots in the offseason or in the postseason. This is it, dude. This is your one shot. This is eight mile this is your eight mile moment. But yeah, dude. I the only reason I, I think the only reason I hate the like the real reason why I hate Patriots being in the Super Bowl is uh is because I fucking you know, it's it's because the Patriots fans suck that come along with it because they've been so used to winning for the longest amount of time. So they just come out of the woodwork every year, and they're like, "My team's still the best. My team's still the best." Ha 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 ha! And they are, but not this year, baby. This year we just got delusional Cowboys fans again. Like, I understand the Patriots having those fans, but the Cowboys? You guys haven't been good since 1994. You guys haven't been good since Michael Jordan was still winning championships. (laughs) Seriously. You know? And it's all because your coach, and like, oh my god, next season is going to be insane. You're going to be like, we finally got rid of the problem. The coach. We finally got rid of the cow. Cowboys fan prayers are answered. We got rid of the coach. Well, I've been saying that your coach has sucked for ten years. They finally get rid of him, and now you're saying your coach sucks, dude. It ain't the coach. It ain't the coach. It's it's the culture you got going on over there. Sorry to say it. You guys never win a Super Bowl. You'll never win a Super Bowl, and I don't give a fuck. Cause guess what? I'm 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 kinda done with sports. Like I know I always say that. I say that to my friends. But I'm getting sick of it. You know? Like does does the happy moments truly outright outweigh all the negative moments that your fucking teams have brought you? Cowboys fans, seriously. Looking at you. You haven't felt a happy moment in twenty years. So does the happy moments outweigh the negative moments? 
I think probably. I don't know what I'm fucking talking about. Today's a weird day. It's a weird day for me. Because I want to talk about this stuff, but then I go on this ramble and rant. And it's it's probably because I'm malnourished with this fucking vegan diet. <laughs> oh, dude. But you know what? Sports aren't going to matter anyways because we're going to fucking die soon. We're all going to die soon. Because of the fucking coronavirus. Hey, society. Why do we insist on giving these na- nation or these fucking worldwide pandemics, nationwide pandemics, whatever? We give them the most cartoonish names ever, like, <laughs> like the coronavirus. Are you trying to start memes? Hey, side, are you trying to start memes? Corona, the name of the one of the most popular Mexican. Beers. That's what you're going to name the virus after. Corona. You know? <laughs> and then the fucking swine flu. Oh, yeah, let's name it after pigs. The pig flu. Nice. Has nothing to do with pigs, probably. And the bird flu? Cartoonish. Cartoonish. Everything is fucking cartoonish, and I never take it seriously. And we're all going to fucking die. Because people in China, where this fucking, or all disease probably originate, because there's 7 billion people <laughs> that live solely in that country. <laughs> and Because w- they, they always insist on flying. As soon as they're feeling sick, they're like, I'm going to go catch a flight to, every, uh, to everywhere. I'm going to catch a flight to everywhere in the world. That's th- I swear to God. Because the one person that doesn't wear a mask in China is like, Hey, I'm going to eat duck because I like duck for some reason. And then I'm going to head over to America. And I feel real sick. I feel real sick, but whatever. I'm just going to go. I'm, and I'm the one guy that doesn't wear a mask. Oh, my God, man. And, I, I, dude, I get all these sicknesses, too. Like, I got the swine flu. I remember that shit, man. I remember when I got the swine flu. I was uh I was in seventh grade, and I just recently, <laughs> so I had broken my foot playing uh playing football. We were actually playing a game called Smear the Queer, which is a totally politically incorrect name. But we were ten, we were eleven, so we didn't know shit. So we were eleven, we didn't know shit, and we were fucking calling this game Smear the Queer. How about that for society? Fucking 11-year-olds 11, 11 are ruthless. But anyway, I remember, I bro- so I broke my foot and I had to wait in the hospital. And at this time, the swine flu outbreak was real, right? So I had to wait in urgent care. I had to wear a mask and all these people, dude, masks don't fucking work. It just doesn't. All these fucking people, they were there in the lobby and they were coughing and they were sick and they had swine flu. And I was there for my broken foot. So I, I went in there and I, my foot was definitely broken, and they're like, oh, yeah, it's broken all the way across. You broke four bones, and it's like your foot snapped in half. So, and I was like, well, can I still play football? And they're like, <laughs> he put his head back and goes, <laughs> no. No, you can't. And I'm like, well, great. Um, <laughs> And it's fucking, you know, 
and I leave the I leave the place and I'm feeling I'm feeling sad, you know, that I can't play football. And then you know, it was a Friday and then I wake up in the morning and it's Saturday and my dad is like, "Hey, come down, we're going to make some I made some breakfast for you." So he made me red chili and eggs, which is what you eat in New Mexico. So you eat some red chili, you eat some potatoes, and you eat eggs for breakfast. My dad made this stuff and uh <laughs> And I was like, wow, this is really good, blah, blah, blah. We're sitting there, we're talking, and then I'm like, ooh, I don't feel good. I don't feel good at all. All of a sudden, my stomach just starts going. I'm like, oh, shit. Here we go. So I run to my dad's bathroom, because that's the closest bathroom to me. And I fucking, I just, I destroy this toilet (laughs) with throw up. Like, I just went, blah, right? Second throw-up story on the on the podcast. Blah, and it was red chili and and, and, uh, and and hash browns. And I never, I still, to this day, can barely eat red chili. It's been, it's been 10 years. And I still can barely eat red chili. So now, so, so then, like, my parents are like, oh, shit. They got that, like, look in there. Oh, no. And so, like, I got a fucking fever. I think I got to, like, 102, 103. And I was there for a long time, and my mom tried to break the fever. You take ibuprofen. I don't even know how the fuck that works, but you take an ibuprofen to try to break the fever. I don't know. It's probably something that she learned from her parents or something. Or, like, a a Pinterest, even though Pinterest wasn't around back then. But, uh... (laughs) But, uh... So... I fucking, they took me to the hospital again, and I have the swine flu. I have the swine flu. I I get, I catch everything, bro. I'm telling you, my immune system is terrible. I've been having to take vitamin C. I get, I get the flu every year, and I get a flu shot. How the fuck does that work? My fucking, (laughs) my, my immune system sucks. So I gotta drink. I gotta fucking drink vitamin C all the time. Now. Just to try to build that up. Because they say that that works. But it's not gonna matter. Because I'm gonna get the coronavirus anyway. (sighs) You know. So we're all gonna die of the coronavirus. And you know. I'm not happy about that. Because that sounds like it sucks. Dude I remember when I had the fucking swine flu. And I was. I had to be quarantined. They literally locked me in a dark room. My parents locked me in a dark room on a fucking recliner. My mom come would come in with like a hazmat mat suit. She sound like Darth Vader, and she'd be like, "Here's your soup." <laughs> yeah, so you know, we're all gonna die because people insist on going on airplanes when they get sick. Um, I speaking of airplanes, I took my friend to the airport this morning. How, what, how about that segue, huh? How about that? I wrote that on my notes. Speaking of airplanes, <laughs> speaking of airplanes, I took my friend to the airport this morning. What am I, Jerry Seinfeld? Anyways, so what's the deal with all these planes? Okay, that was the worst. That was the worst Jerry Seinfeld impression. Anyway, fucking so, I took my friend to the airport today because I that's that's what I do I do that sometimes 
because I'm a nice guy. And I like to do stuff for my friends. You know? This this right now, like this podcast is just focusing on <laughs> on all my silly and fucking all my stupid ideas, right? Because it's entertaining to me to to use that part of my brain. But in real life, I'm a really nice guy and I don't really, you know, I I'm just whatever, you know? I'm whatever about most things. And today I was whatever and I was like, yeah, bro, I'll t- I'll take you to the airport. I got nothing to do tomorrow. So I took him to the airport and uh got him there on time. He was all good and I was driving home and I go through this city called Corrales. It's not a city, it's just a part of Albuquerque. It's a really beautiful part. It's like it's like mostly rancher, like ranch home, ranch style homes, uh very green and f- like full of forestry and it's super nice. And I'm driving through Corrales and I see this guy, he's in front of me because you can only go 35 miles per hour in Corrales. And he's driving, he's driving an Alfa Romeo uh, convertible from 1990, and it was it looked pretty cool. He was in it, but it was also 30. It was also fucking. It was 30 degrees this morning, and this guy is driving it in the in in the fucking in a convertible with it down, and he's wearing a t-shirt. That's a Terminator, right there. This guy doesn't feel pain, and he won't stop until you're dead. Because why else would he be doing that? Like, for real, what is the other reason to drive in a convertible in 30-degree weather with just your shirt on? A t-shirt. Unless you're a Terminator. <laughs> Anyways, this guy, he he was driving in that Alfa Romeo. And then I, I remembered this one thing when I was in, when I was in Los Angeles over uh, Christmas. I uh my dad has a friend and he came to visit us and he was like <laughs> he he came with his family and he and he was driving an Alfa Romeo Romeo car and it was an SUV and it was super nice. I mean it was silver, it was sleek, it was sexy and I was like, "Damn, I would want that for my wife." You know what I mean? A sexy SUV like that? I got to do that. I got to I got to grind and I got to get that, right? So I told him I was like, "Hey, that's a nice uh and, and this guy is like one of the coolest guys ever. So don't get me wrong when he did this, but he was the coolest guy. He's one of the coolest guys ever. Super nice, and he's really down to earth, and he's funny as hell. Like he's real. He's a real dude. And he and I'm like, hey man, that's a nice Alfa Alfa Romeo because that's how I thought they were pronounced. Because that sounds fancy, right? For some reason, that sounds more fancy than Alfa Romeo. So I was like, that's a sick Alfa Romeo you have out there. And he goes. <laughs> Puts his head back, same like the doctor. He's like, <laughs> "Oh, look at your, look at your son, look at your son, Brian. He is, he's a crazy white boy, isn't he? It's Romeo." And I was like, in my head, "Wow, that was probably the most unnecessary response to correct somebody." Like absolutely. <laughs> why 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 do you think that's so far out of reach me saying Romeo? Do you know where we are? Do you know where you live, dude? You live in Los Angeles. You have a street called Rodeo, but you guys insist on calling it Rodeo. 
because you think it sounds more fancy because it's in Beverly Hills. You insist on calling it Rodeo, but it's Rodeo. So what the fuck are you coming at me for, for saying Romeo? Honestly, I'm, I'm from New Mexico, and my first thought when I saw that is it said Alfa Romero. Because that's a, that's a Hispanic last name, and that's what I thought. Because I'm from a Hispanic culture in Albuquerque, and my last name is Chavez, so I'm not a white boy. You want, that, my initial thought was Romero. So why are you looking at me like I'm fucking crazy when I say Romeo? When you're fucking Rodeo. Okay? That was my thought, but I got over it because he's a good guy. But, I, I, dude, seeing that fucking Terminator driving in, in the Alfa Romeo, Ro- <laughs> Alfa Romeo today. Also, change your fucking name, Alfa Romeo. Why can't you just be something that you can't mispronounce at all? Like Ford. It's almost impossible to mispronounce Ford. Change your name. But seriously, <laughs> Alfa, Alfa Romeo cars are cool as shit. And it made, it made me think of that one time that I had a real, like I was really angry about that, that he got mad at me for that. Because you know you overthink shit. I'm, I fucking overthink everything. And I overthought that conversation for a second. Ah. <sighs> Another news. I fucking I downloaded uh I downloaded TikTok. Nice, right? I finally gave in. Oh my my sister, you know she's she's going to school, um she's going to college actually, and and she's telling me, hey you gotta download TikTok. It's really funny. She sent me one the other day and I, I laughed my ass off and I was like you know what fuck it I'll do it. All these YouTubers are downloading it. All these people I know, all these celebrities, I'll download it. So I downloaded it, and uh, I've been entertained ever since. It's like what Vine used to be, and I started watching these ones, and uh, it led. I went down the rabbit hole. I was just like scrolling down. It's just like a never-ending app, and uh, I got to this point where there's this guy named Dan Pena, and he was talking about. He was talking about. Um, he was talking about global warming. He was at this um he was at this this uh, conference or whatever and people were oh, you know I'll just fucking play it for you right so anyway this Dan Pena guy he he was on Joe Rogan's podcast I'll preface it by saying that he's an older guy he's a boomer absolutely got to be in his late 50s early 60s and uh watch I'll just play this for, this for you real quick so Person stands up immediately. She's Australian. She's like, All right, you support Trump. (laughs) Typical way to start out a conversation about global warming. The first endorsers, public endorsers of President Trump. What are you guys going to do when our ocean level rises? Thank you for asking that question. I have the answer, though. No, let me finish. I oh, have the so, so emotional. Well, 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 thank right you for now. the question. Yeah. <laughs> Look how emotional okay. she is. For the first time on Earth, we're changing the gas. Now you're full of shit. Sit down. I'm going to answer you. <laughs> I'm going to answer you. Shut up and, shut up and sit down. No way. Sit down. No. No. <laughs> 
already this is going to, to plan. In this woman's mind, she's she's in the fucking she's in the stands. I'm ready to fucking burn this dude, and I'm gonna say what I want to say, and he's gonna hear it. He immediately shuts it down, like, "Oh, you're full of shit. You're full of shit. Sit down, sit down. You're full of shit." And I'm like, "Holy fuck, man! This guy's fucking hilarious, Dan Pena." So let's see what else he's got. What has he got to say? I gotta finish my question. Uh, you, I'm I gonna answer global warming. All right, right finish now, the question. Then answer. It's changing on Earth, and it's changing to CO2. What do you people with the money? What are you doing about this? Because I'm gonna I tell you right now. No, I've got children. I've got 21, 23 year old children. Okay. Okay, we get the point, right? Well, anyways, he he goes on this big rant and he and he tells and he says, you know, this guy. So he says some stuff, right? And he's like, you know, um, w- we've had scientists um, look into this ice for they've they've done it over sixty thousand years, something like that. They're looking at the temperatures of the Earth, and they say that, you know, ten thousand years ago, ten thousand years ago, the, the degrees was two percent higher than it is today. And he's like, <laughs> his fucking, he, he came out strong, right? And he started saying, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, scientists have looked at this data, and they said that, blah, 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 right? And then he his closing argument, his closing argument was, the banks still finance homes if this was real, if global warming was real, they would never finance homes along the coast. If if the ocean levels would really rise 10 to 100 feet in 50 years, the banks would never find that would mean majority of these that would mean the majority of these uh <laughs> of these coast homes, coastal homes will be underwater. Uh, and the banks would never finance this stuff. And I'm like, dude, that's what you're going with? The banks are never wrong? Did you live through 2008? <laughs> Did you, I know for sure you saw the Great Depression. You're telling me the banks are never wrong? That's how you close the argument? And then people were fucking clapping afterwards. This Australian woman is probably pissed off that these people are clapping afterwards after he he had opened strong and saying, you know, some anecdotal evidence. Obviously, he didn't have the fucking papers in front of him, right? And he's like... He, he started off strong by making these points. And then he says, the banks are never wrong, basically. <laughs> like, dude... That's the fucking argument you go with. Imagine being that fucking out of touch and and saying just because the banks won't do something means that it's not going to happen. Now I know for sure. Now I know for sure global warming is real. <laughs> and it's all because Dan Pena fucking, I don't even know who the fuck he is, but he's a supporter for Trump, obviously, and he's a big guy because... He's an important guy because he has a, a thousand people watching him. <laughs> and an Australian woman getting real mad at him. Excuse me, sir. No! No! 
I have kids. I have kids. I have a daughter. And I have... <laughs> no! I will not sit down. No! <laughs> shout out to Australians, though. And shout out to that woman for standing up for herself. But you did kind of sound funny with your accent. And like you guys were yelling at each It was just two kids fighting on the fucking playground. You know? One says LeBron is better than Jordan, and the other one's like saying, oh, Kobe's better than both of them. And what, you know? What the fuck? This is a crazy argument. No, shit, you're full of shit. Sit down. No! No, I will not sit down. <laughs> oh. So shout out to TikTok for also letting me stumble upon that wonderful argument. And I'm Dan Pena, if you're out there, you lost a vote. If you're ever running for shit, bro, you lost a vote. <laughs> oh, my God. You brought up the banks, man. So um, that's it. That's all I have for today. We, we got up to around 40 minutes. And uh, I'm glad that you guys tuned in again. Once again, you know, we're moving up. Let people know about me. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram at chad.chavis. Follow me on Twitter at a chatty Kathy. Two D's and a K, right? And, uh, you know, we're we're building this empire slowly but surely, and we're figuring it out. And I'm pretty sure I got the the echo toned down just a little bit more. And we're gonna get we're gonna get a proper studio room here soon. Soon as soon as the podcast keeps going, keeps rolling. So, thanks again for listening and tuning in every week. You guys are amazing. Um, all you low lives out there, have a have a good weekend, and I'll see you on Monday. Take care and be safe. <laughs>